1: To be able to, to handle a, a shooting uh, on top of the other 911 calls that were still coming in as well as working other festivals and events just kind of shows you how we were able to overcome this tragedy and how everybody worked together, volunteered, stepped up, and did what they needed to do to get the job done at the end of the day.
2: We share the same vision, we share the same passion, and we in- instinctively work together to help our great city of Virginia Beach That's why it was very easy to express how much EMS and Princeton Courthouse means to me in this essay, and I'm very excited to represent them at this World Expo.
3: Hello, EMS World listeners. This is John Bassett, Editorial Director at EMS World, and welcome to our October 2019 podcast. This is a new feature for EMS World. We pick one article out of our monthly issue, and we take a deeper dive into, um, into the story and what makes it important, just to give the readers a little bit more context to the story. This month, we are excited to showcase one of the winners of the EMS World NAEMT National EMS Awards of Excellence, which you'll be able to read more about in our October 2019 cover story. So longtime readers of EMS World, as well as NAEMT members, should be familiar with the National EMS Awards of Excellence This is a longstanding tradition for both of these organizations, and they really represent the best of the best in EMS delivery. How they work is that individuals and agencies from across the country submit entries, and they tell us how they are going above and beyond in the areas of patient care and community outreach employee wellness, and other innovative programs that kind of set them apart as leaders in EMS care. All of the winners of this program are recognized during a special presentation at the NAEMT general membership meeting and also during the opening ceremonies of EMS World Expo. Those events are held concurrently, and this year they will be held October 14th through the 18th in New Orleans. Uh, You can visit emsworldexpo.com for more information, and we hope You can join us in New Orleans this year. And we are thrilled today to be joined by some representatives of the Princess Anne Courthouse Volunteer Rescue Squad. That's in Virginia. The squad was named the winner of the 2019 Volunteer EMS Service of the Year, sponsored by ZOLL. And of course, an accomplishment of this magnitude is is never the work of just one or two individuals, but we are fortunate to have a small group of representatives from the squad joining us today. We have Chief Chris Daly, Chairman Trevor Kirk. Lauren Padilla EMT, and Derek Fuller EMT. So um, congratulations to all of you again on winning this, uh, this honor, and thanks for spending some time with us on the phone today. Well, I wanted to start out with just some of the basic details. Let's learn a little bit about Princess Anne Courthouse Volunteer Rescue Squad. Can you share with us and, uh, and the listeners a little bit of the history of the squad, the, the stations that you operate out of, the, the number of runs per year, and basically the, uh, the structure of how the squad operates?
1: Uh, will do, John. This is uh, Chris Daly. from the chief of Courthouse Rescue Squad.
3: Hi, Chief.
1: So we were originally founded uh, back in April of 1947. Uh, it was originally a volunteer fire department. And as Virginia Beach continued to grow through the 40s and 50s and into the 70s, we transitioned into a career service with the fire department, but left the rescue squads in place as volunteer organizations. Over time, we founded or the city of Virginia Beach uh, had 10 separate rescue squads that all uh, were established. Each individual rescue squad in Virginia Beach is basically its own organization, its own business. We're separated by different areas. Uh, We have different trucks. We have different uniforms different business structures on how we run the individual rescue squads, but we all fall under the umbrella of Virginia Beach EMS. At Courthouse Rescue Squad, we're right at 90 members right now. Uh, We have 15 interns coming through the the next academy. We run two separate stations. We have station five, which is located in the courthouse complex in Virginia Beach. Uh, We have uh, our second station, Station 21, which is located on Nemo Parkway in Virginia Beach. Uh, We have two trucks at each station, two ambulances at each station, so four ambulances total. Uh, We also have two specialized response carts that we use for marathons, concerts, special events. That's our basic history there in a nutshell.
3: Now it seems to me that the the Virginia Beach the greater community there seems to be very strong in volunteerism. I know there are multiple volunteer uh, rescue squads in that community. Can you can you help us understand how the uh, the various squads the the volunteer agencies work together?
0: Hi, John. This is Derek Fuller. Like Chris said, we're a total of ten volunteer rescue squads, but we have one mission in mind. And within our city, you would never know the differences because we do function. As a team. We're a very integrated piece within our emergency response system. Because we work so well as a team, we make sure we support each other, coordinating staffing, truck usage, make sure calls are covered within the city.
3: Staying on topic of being a volunteer service, and this is something that uh, you know is very unique and, and might not be familiar to all of our listeners, can you talk a little bit about the challenges? Uh, specific to a volunteer service, whether that's staff recruitment or or revenue barriers. What are some of the, I guess, uh, difficulties that that can come with being a volunteer service and, and what strategies do you have to overcome them?
0: This is Derek again. Some of the challenges that we do face, as you know, recruitment is a big issue. We kind of follow the trends of the economy. So depending on How the economy is doing kind of reflects how volunteerism does as well. So people either are willing to go through training and volunteer, and if the economy is doing well, they're going to transition out. So we have to make sure we stay on on focus on how to retain members as well as recruit them into our system. Um, Revenue is also a big deal for our volunteer organization. We send out fund drives to make sure our community knows that we're in there providing a service to them. In Virginia Beach, there's no fee for our service because we're volunteers. We just ask for donations. So making sure we have the positive revenue fund is a very big deal for us, um, and that's what helps keep us to thriving. Some of the ways we overcome that is we do work as a team. So the different volunteer squads we come together to make sure we have a unified message we do our fund drives, which is our annual brochure sent to the citizens and residents within Virginia Beach, making a request for donations and letting them know how our system operates within the city.
3: As we all know, earlier this year, on, uh, on May 31st of this year, there was uh, a shooting in your area in a uh, in a government building. Thirteen people died. Uh, including the shooter and and more were wounded. And your service was uh, was the the first to respond. And this is obviously something that's a constant fear. Uh, thankfully, most EMS providers don't have to respond to something like that, at least on on that level of of magnitude. So, um, but of course, nobody can predict when it could happen next. So, can you kind of take us inside that day? What what was it like from a uh, responders' perspective to to work a scene like that,
1: John? It's uh... Chief Chris Daly here. It was definitely one of the most tragic events that's happened in our area, as far as I can remember. I've been in roughly 20 years, uh, so it was definitely one of the hardest things that myself and the rest of the the entire system went through. When you say it's in our area, it doesn't really do it justice. This was literally in our backyard. Our name obviously being Princess Anne Courthouse Volunteer Rescue Squad. The shooting happened inside of the courthouse complex, directly behind two buildings away from our home, from the fire station, from the rescue squad. And like you said, we were two of the first ambulances on scene were courthouse volunteer rescue squad ambulances, but it's nothing that we could have done by ourselves, any one person or any one agency it was a, a huge response, obviously, from the police department, from the SWAT team, from the fire department, from the rescue squad to be able to get people inside and uh, mitigate the situation inside uh, and then get the wounded out and get them uh, expedited uh, out to the to the trauma centers to, to try to get them taken care of. Not only that, taking care of this incident that's happening in our backyard, as well as the city is still functioning Taking care of all of the other nine one one calls that are still continuing to to happen, uh, we actually had two cardiac arrests, I believe, working at the same time, uh, as well as a festival down at the oceanfront that EMS was also staffing. So be able to be able to to handle a a shooting uh, on top of the other nine one one calls that were still coming in, as well as working other festivals and events, just kind of shows you how we were able to overcome this tragedy and how everybody worked together, volunteered, stepped up, and did what they needed to do to get the job done at the end of the day.
4: John, um, it's Trevor Kirk here. As Chief Daly alluded to, you know, it's not that we just happened to share a name with the municipal complex, that Chief Daly alluded that this was in our backyard and it is 700 feet from the back door of our, our station. I responded um, on a secondary dispatch to the call, um, and I actually spent my time in staging and um, wasn't pulled into the active scene. It was very surreal to arrive at the complex and see that an area that is normally very quiet, very peaceful, there may be some city government workers walking throughout the complex, was now organized, chaotic location, you know, sheriff's office and police officers and our tactical medics working throughout the complex to make sure that the complex itself was secure and that everything was under control. When I arrived, there were state police and sheriff's deputies and police officers maintaining armed entry control points into the complex. Very surreal, very sombering. Um, almost exhausting to sit and listen to all of the radio traffic of the call as I was watching my colleagues and part of me wanting to get in there and help them with what they were doing. But like Chief Daly alluded to also, it was not something that was EMS or the rescue squads alone. We couldn't have done this without the rest of the public safety team in Virginia Beach, the police department, the sheriff's office, the fire department, and of course, our dispatchers who were dropping things at home and coming in for extra shifts to be able to continue to handle the call volume in the city as well as this one individual
3: case. I would like to turn our attention to your uh, recent award. And again, EMS World will be hosting All of the winners of the National EMS Awards of Excellence at EMS World Expo, and that's going to be held October 14th through the 19th in New Orleans. As much as we'd love to have all members of the squad joining us, duty calls, obviously, the calls don't stop while you guys are away. And I understand that you came up with kind of a unique way to decide who gets to make the trip to New Orleans, and I was very interested to hear more. I was hoping you could tell us a little bit more about the idea that you came up with.
4: Yes, we did. We uh, this is Trevor Kirk, and I'm the chairman of the board for Courthouse Rescue. We decided that in in an effort to be as transparent as possible, to make it as fair and equitable as possible to pick who attended the conference with us this year, we ran an essay contest for the members. The only requirements were that they be have completed their probationary phase with us, um, and that they had ten days to write. Um, roughly a 1,000-word essay on what Courthouse Rescue Squad means to them and why they were the member that was deserving to be selected. Uh, we collected a roughly 5% participation in that. Um, the top three essays went to um, external judges that have no affiliation with the rescue squad who read the essays and ranked them um, in order from one to three and um, select basically from that the winner was selected.
3: and I would urge our listeners to go to emsworld.com and just search on Princess Anne Courthouse. We have posted the winning essay on our site and I would encourage our listeners to uh, to read that Lauren, I wanted to ask about the the winning essay that you that you put together um, it was it was very powerful it was very poignant. one of the things that I was really interested in was your comment about how you respond when people ask, you know, why you work sometimes 12-hour shifts for free and you're, you're separated from your family for that length of time and how difficult that can be. Kind of paraphrasing your response, but you wrote that during those times you are with your other family. Uh, and I, I thought that was uh, a very powerful remark. I was wondering if you could speak to that and um, kind of what it's like to, to serve with the squad.
2: Yeah, uh, of course. Um, I think anyone Um, in EMS has probably been asked why or how they do what they do. Um, Being that we are strictly a volunteer-based EMS system, I think that only makes people more curious as to why we do put ourselves through these long 12 or 24-hour shifts or why we willingly spend so much time away from our family. But like I said in my essay, I, I always consider myself to be around family. I leave home and then come straight to my rescue family. I thought I could never uh, find someone that truly understands why I do what I do or why I choose to do it, Uh, but I'm surrounded by a whole station of them. We share the same vision, we share the same passion, and we instinctively work together to help our great city of Virginia Beach. That's why it was very easy to express how much EMS and Prince Stan Courthouse means to me in this essay. And I'm very excited to represent them at this World Expo.
3: Great. And I'm certainly looking forward to uh, to meeting. So the, the group that will be coming is uh, yourself and, and who else? Chief, Chief, are you going? Trevor?
1: Yes, sir. I'll be there.
4: Chris Daly will be there, Lauren, myself. And we actually have two other members that... Um, were the other two authors in the top three for the essay contest that have um, decided to pay their own way to
3: um, attend the expo with us? Terrific! And um, is is this a first time in New Orleans for some of you? Any fun plans while you're down there?
4: I think it's a first time in New Orleans for all of us.
3: <laughs> it's a fun place. I'm certainly uh, looking forward to meeting all you guys. We're getting a little bit close to the end here and uh, we'll start to wrap up. I was wondering if any of you had closing comments for our listeners today, either about the squad, um, you know, what what it means to you, what this award means to you, just uh, anything in general that we didn't touch on. Everybody that has...
4: Um, been in attendance for the podcast or is attending the conference with us. I'm the most senior in the membership, um, and as long as I've been around, um, courthouse has always been very much like a family atmosphere. We're not a huge squad; we are growing, but we still work as hard as we can to retain that that family feeling. You know, we know the members; we know we generally know their spouses, their children, and we really. Live by the work hard, play harder, and support each other the hardest um, within the rescue squad. You know, it's just that family atmosphere. And I think that that's what makes us so strong. And that's why we've chosen uh, that tagline, Courthouse Strong, for anything we do at Courthouse. It's very humbling to receive the award. And I'm as proud today to be a member as I was 25 years ago when I joined.
3: I think that uh, really came through in your in your words today and i would again encourage our listeners to check out the the article on the all the awards of excellence winners emsworld.com and there you can learn more about um, how princess Anne courthouse and the other winners are really raising the bar and and setting the standard in in ems excellence so i do want to thank uh, again trevor chief daily Lauren, Derek, for joining us today. Again, uh, guys, really impressive work keeping the citizens and the visitors of Virginia Beach safe. And it was a real pleasure speaking with all of you today. Thank you, you Johnny. Okay. Thanks so much, guys.
0: This has been an episode of EMS World Podcast. You can find this article and hundreds more like it at emsworld.com. You can also follow EMS World on Twitter and Facebook. See you in New Orleans in October for EMS World Expo.